2: On oh, a very good morning, all heels. We're 13 hours away from the start of the league season. Ah, oh,
1: stop worrying about the league season, Paddy. Go Cooney. <laughs> oh, yes, Cooney's the man. Yes, he got that floppy left arm of his going. He's got a hyperextended elbow. You ever notice that? Yeah. How he, oh, it's all over the <laughs> shop. And, and he was able to rip and bounce a few past the outside edge, which is great.
2: Yep, Matthew Kerneman, if you're only just uh, catching up. Five for 16 off nine yesterday. India rolled for 109, their fourth lowest V-OZ. Nathan Lyon, three for 35. And uh, the Queensland dominance continues. Aussie, 60, Manus, 31. (laughs) Partnership of 96, easily our best of the series. And we lead by 47, and it's only day one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a a big lead too, so keep it going, fellas. It looks like Session 1 is the difficult session to bat again. In Delhi, things settle down as the day wore on. So we've got to get through Session 1 first up this morning and then bat as long as we can to get close enough to start things or do a whole chunk of our bowling Mm. on Session 1 tomorrow. And uh, things should be really safe. If we bat that long and then get enough time bowling on session one tomorrow, the game could be over. So that's good. A lot of of energy goes into that day by Australia. And one fellow who didn't have enough energy on yesterday's performance was Pat Cummins. He did not answer his telephone, obviously. (laughs) So when Steve Smith's going out to the toss – he should have rung Pat. He did ring Pat Cummins, I reckon. What would you call, heads or tails? Right, And he didn't answer the call. So I, do, I wonder how Pat's been doing, eight tosses in a row, calling the same thing mm. or mixing it up for his uh, liking on the day. And uh, Steve Smith lost a toss, and I think that might have cost India. India won the toss, and I've been in a couple of these sort of games, and one of them was in Delhi. We won the toss and we thought, oh hey, beauty! It was like a party in the dressing room. We're, we're right now. We'll win the game, <laughs> and before you know it, you're all out. So I think that might have happened to India yesterday.
2: Yeah. Well, look, I, as we all know, on a serious note, Pat Cummins is otherwise engaged oh, at the see? moment, looking after his mum. Yep. But um, it was a fantastic day, even though it started. Now, did you see the start? No. I turned it on midway through the first over.
1: And oh, the, you'd and, already missed a bit. Yeah,
2: there was uproar. I, <laughs> Rowan Sharma was out twice. Yeah. And, and uh, we appealed. The appeals were turned down and we decided not to review.
1: Yeah. Now, he was our
2: court behind an LBW.
1: Was that a bit of a, a sign of lack of confidence by the Australians?
2: I think so, yes.
1: Yeah, so here we go again. We can't get this bloke yeah. out. We've got him out twelve twice in the first over yeah. and... They still didn't review an LBW as well as a court behind. So the umpire's getting hammered today for a, yeah. a few other dismissals too. But but if the um if the players don't hear it out there, it is uh, you expect the umpire yeah. to. So the court behind is not a problem. The LB, a mm, bit interesting. Yeah. I can't believe that none of the players thought it was close enough to a review.
2: Well the Indians have lost all their reviews too. So
1: have you tell me one thing that's not absolutely opposite to the last two tests, um, other than the toss.
2: <laughs> well, other than the toss. Well, I mean, we've been reviewing willy-nilly. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. So we're a gun-shy of the reviews. Obviously, India aren't. Um, the one that, I don't know, you, you keep telling me it's, what is it, Israeli military technology?
1: Yeah, missile or, tracking technology.
2: This These LBWs with the front pad thrust down the wicket. Mm. And they're the, inevitably they're giving them
1: out. For accuracy to be uh, as good as it can be, there needs to be a big gap between where the ball hits the pitch mm. and where it hits the pad, right, so so that it really can get an idea of tracking. Mm. And then the camera, sometimes I've seen it, half a frame. You know that half a frame thing or difference where the ball contacts the pad? It's either half a frame before that. It looks like it's contacting the pad, but it's mm. not, quite, not quite, or... It's been on the pad for half a frame, and and that changes a line or two, but or, or a coordinate or two. But um, other than that, it's it's pretty good, and everyone seems to be accepting it these days. Oh. Um, but yeah, the, the Australians were lacking confidence for about one over.
2: <laughs> well, let's listen to as great as a great Queenslander summoned into this. So we spoke, we remember sitting at Melbourne Airport. Mm. What was he? Where was he plucked from a Shield match or a
1: uh, One yes. day
2: or something like a- that. He yeah. yeah, was in Melbourne, yeah. yeah. and and Jack found him sitting at the airport, waiting to fly to India in the middle of a test series, and Australia get belted the first two tests, and all of a sudden, out he comes, five for sixteen off nine. Let's have a listen to some last, last ball of it's first over. Dancing goes, stops. Alex Carey does it. Yes. Oh, it's gone! Yes. Another wicket goes down, and this time it's Gill. Ask.
1: Yes. Cooneman is in, left arm round, a wicket
2: Oh, he's bowled oh, him! Inside edge, back onto the...
1: Cooneman here,
2: outside edge, taken by Carey. Cooneman bowls and you mesh. hit on the pad, straight on, yep. Matthew Cooneman claims a five-wicket bag for the first time in Test cricket. Well, let's listen to the man who'll soon have his statue out front of the Gabba, right <laughs> beside A.B. Here's Matthew Cooneman on what he rates as a pretty good day at the office.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, really special to, to take wickets out there um, with the team. I think it's a really good day for our team in general with the bowlers going real well and the batters sort of stepping up as well and doing a good job for us. But um, uh, yeah, so it's, it's really cool, but there's a long way to go in this game. So tomorrow's going to be a massive day.
1: All perfect words, those. Uh. Definitely tomorrow's a big day and don't take for granted what what we had to do today to get that job done. That's good. Usman's a classic. His fight with the bat and Cooney talked about the batsmen who did a great job and valued their partnerships and valued their wicket. A couple of my mates rang me or texted me through the coverage. Mm. Usman's not hungry enough, you know. And then he got out. See, I told you, you know. But Usman's a classic. When you play with his style, which is such a calm, composed style, mm. you're gonna make looking. You're gonna make getting out look easy. Yeah. Like Mark Waugh. So they get criticised for getting out, and that, that's that's not right. He he batted with, you know, a lot of guts and courage last night. Yeah,
2: it was uh, it was fantastic to watch on, on on both sides when we were bowling. And then when we were batting, um, Kawaja and and Marnus.
1: Yeah, what about Manas
2: Chopped one on Jadeja
1: on a duck. He was on a duck. Jadeja huh? no ball. <gasps> and now they think we might work on that problem. You know the comment. The Indian commentators <laughs> are saying well, we need to get someone in at practice to sit and watch his. You know, front foot. Fair (laughs) income. It's been a problem for ages and they've done nothing about it. Now they're getting hurt at important times and they think they'll start something. Coaches.
2: (laughs) Obviously, the major talking point has been this pitch and a couple of our uh, Aussie luminaries have commented on it already. Let's start with Matthew Hayden, who is actually over there.
1: And this is why I've got a problem with these conditions because there's no way in the world that a spin bowler should come on in the six over no way here in indoor 4.8 degrees that's massive turn that's the sort of turn you'd expect day three i mean you've got to give the batters a chance ravi you're judging players on their performances in test match cricket well hello day one day two should be about batting Yeah, um, you you, and,
2: you echoed those sentiments this morning. that um, was with your limo driver on the, across the Story Bridge this morning?
1: Yeah, and it's only day three in India. He's talking about. It's really day four and day five in a normal Test match, mm. um, but it's yeah. So I, I'm saying nothing. You, you just watch it. Those who watched it, let us know what you think about the pitch. We we'll hear what uh, Hados thought and thinks, and Mark War coming up. And that that's enough for me. It's you you produce that. Let's see how we go. And this Australian team are now ready to accept such challenges. It does not feel like Test cricket these batsmen are playing a different game and it's so, it's so difficult for, for them to apply themselves so hard and get so little out of such application, yeah. it's sort of unfair.
2: Well, Mark Waugh has been over there. He's back in the studios with Fox, but uh, we always love his forthright takes.
1: Well, if it is. I mean, if the ball's going through the top in the first 20 minutes of a test pitch off the main part of the pitch... Well, that's got to show you that the pitch is not up to test standard. Now, fair enough, it goes out of the footmarks, um, you know, after an hour or so. But that's on the main part of the pitch in front of middle stump. Now, that's, that's just not a pitch up to test standard. That is not good enough. It doesn't matter how good a player you are, you're going to need luck to get runs on this sort of surface. Mm. And I wrote a quote. Ravi he said that. So you're going to need luck to make runs on this surface. And that on day one, come on. Yeah. That's all I'm saying.
2: Hey, the, the other little interesting piece um, is that Matthew Kurniman is um, probably in awe is not the right term, but he is a massive admirer of Jadeja and Ashwin, and he's actually spoken. He's admitted he has spoken to Jadeja since he's been over there, and he said, "Have you got any advice for me?" He said, "Yes, I have, but we'll wait until after this there series." Is. Yeah, <laughs> which that's.
1: I would say it would be in awe. <laughs> you know, Cooney would definitely be in awe of both of them. Mm. And so that's great that he's plucked up the courage to go and ask something and try to hang out with him, whether that's in a dressing room after day's play or, or after a test match. But yeah, he'll be hard to shake. He'll be harder to shake than Ruben Wicky at the end of this series. <laughs> you know, he'll be all over Judea. He'll be packing his kit.
2: <laughs> well, of the luminaries to comment, uh, no less than Ian Chappell uh, spoke about Cooterman's
1: for. And I think that's where you've got to take your hat off to the Australian team. They obviously thought about what went wrong and they corrected it. And Kuhneman was, was a big part of that. Uh, uh, he The way he bowled in that uh, second test, I didn't think was that impressive. But he learned from, from that um, uh, game and he bowled much, much better in this uh, test match.
2: He didn't give much away yesterday. He was right on the money.
1: Yeah, and, and with some weapons. Yeah. He's not known for his weapons, and that, that wicket has, has brought them out. his bounce, spin, and control.
2: Cussie's been delving into the history book. Shortest test match where there was a result in 1932 at the MCG, Australia v South Africa. A total of 109.2 overs, or 656 balls for an Australian win. Aussies, 153. South Africa, 36 and 45. I think that was mentioned, actually, during the, the series, so... Thank you, Cos. It'll go a bit longer yeah, than that. They but. didn't
1: have any broadcasters then. Losing money hand over fist.
2: <laughs> hey, big show today. Um, we, we will be talking plenty of league. Don't worry. I know Hills has been obsessed with I <laughs> yeah,
1: got you off in that indoor. well, didn't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. oh, back to cricket. We haven't even talked about Queensland against South Australia today. On <laughs> <down>. <laughs> That's on at the Gabba today. And Spencer Johnson, who was our great mate, and saviour for the Brisbane heat, he's going to attack us for yeah, South Australia he's today. Rip
2: into us today, exactly. Mm. Well. Hey, we'll have a chat uh, to Tony Gollan, uh, Queensland's leading trainer, about uh, all things uh, racing. Um, Dolphins assistant Nathan Feen, he's got a good story to tell. He's um, cherry picked by by <laughs> Wayne to go up there. Um, Zorks is going to join us.
1: Now, can
2: I call it an agony and ecstasy day for the Lions yesterday?
1: Oh, you can have a go.
2: Well, they've given Chris Fagan a two-year contract extension. That nice. is not a great shock, a shock if he wanted it. Um, and then the players and the power brokers opted for a co-captaincy model. So we've got Brownlow medalist Lockie Neal and Harris Andrews will take over as captaincy. Hugh McLaughlin will go in as vice captain. So the three players that were in the running, right? There, look at Vanessa, she's nodding. I mean, the greatest Lions fan in the building, possibly yeah. in the state. Yeah. You, you happy about this co-captaincy model?
0: Look, initially I was a bit hesitant about the co-captain thing, mm-hmm. uh, but I think they can definitely, these two can make the best of it mm-hmm. and I think we are bringing their best skills to the table. I think it's actually a good way to, you know, they can um, choose their areas of strength and really use them to advantage on and off the field. Uh, so, look, I think if anyone can make it work, it's Harrison Lockie.
1: Yeah, mm. the on-field stuff's interesting, to share the responsibility of getting the front half going and the back half going. that That's not bad. It's, it's not bad. Yeah, it's my. Oh, that's, that's right. That's my job. Yeah. <laughs> as long yeah. as they define <laughs> their roles nicely, they should do it really well.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, look, I'm, I'm happy enough. I mean, if Fags and the playing group are happy that the, the co-captaincy model is going to work, uh, fair mm. enough. But, as I said, a day of agony and ecstasy. The agony is like we've lost another couple oh. of our top women's players. I mean, fair oh. dinkum, why don't we just build them up for other clubs to, to pillage? So base, basically. basically. Three-time best and fairest Emily Bates, who we just love. Uh, mm-hmm. Greta Bodie, who's, who's gone... They, they say Kathy, Sp- they both go to Hawthorne. Kathy Spark's a big chance of joining them, and Jesse Wardlaw. They say has a chance of going. What's as
1: wrong well. with them, Vanessa?
0: It's absolutely devastating. Yeah. Would, you, You're
1: right. would you go to Melbourne to wear brown and gold? <laughs> no.
0: Personally, no. no, not my yeah, colours hell, at they all. They must be
1: persuasive, those Hawthorn people.
0: <laughs> they must be very persuasive. I know. It is, you know. And Craig Starsevich must be left just going, wow, we invested oh. so much in these players. Like what they have done, what the culture they have built, what they've done on and off the field to become such a successful club and to have the players taken with no trade-off is actually mm. quite devastating. Um, good on those girls. I mean, you harbour no ill will to the girls who, you know, yeah. they are – They've been offered great deals interstate and and good for them. We wish them all the best. But uh, no, it's a I'm very ha- hard situation.
1: No, I'm harbouring. I'm harbouring.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm with stars. We,
2: we've got to get to the
1: yeah.
0: traffic.
2: Don't forget the Brighton Homes Open Line, 131355. Love to hear from you on the text line as well, 0467 736 736.